we have uh, chamber members here promoting an event, promoting a new business and so forth. Today, we're very close to home because we're talking about a CEO Council project. And my guest is CEO Council member and past Chamber of Commerce Chairman of the Board, Tom Fleege. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you. In Tom's uh, day life, he is the uh, Senior Area Vice President for Arthur J. Gallagher. He devotes a tremendous amount of volunteer hours to the Chamber of Commerce and the CEO Council. So we have a lot to cover. This may actually require a second show at some point. We're talking about the CEO Council's Objective Water Company study, an evaluation of the, of the water company here in Peoria. And there's a lot of subject matter here. First and foremost, you have to know the CEO Council is made up of 65 of our top employers in the region, folks on projects, the Riverfront Museum, uh, the, the Cancer Research Center. Over the years, the CEO Council has pushed many projects through to fruition. The water company study is not a bricks and mortar project. Rather, it's an objective study to try to glean some data and information as it relates to this very important resource. So Tom, with that introduction, you chaired the study. Tell me your thoughts of how it went and where we stand now. Well, the, uh, the impetus behind this, Jeff, is that uh, some years ago, um, in fact, 2013, when this was last voted on by the city council, um, I didn't know too much about the, uh, the, the political component and the personal component and why this had always been such a hot topic in Peoria and began asking some questions and came to find out that there were a lot of unknowns by a lot of people. So as the uh, CEO Council was evaluating possible projects uh, going into the future in 2014, it was suggested that perhaps an objective study of this situation with the water company um, would be appropriate to help our community work through this process. And that's exactly where it started, and that's, that's how we got started. So um, bottom line is, is that on this issue, uh, a number of people volunteered, uh, joined the committee. We broke into five subcommittees to study various aspects of this uh, question. Uh, for background for your viewers, uh, you may uh, want to know that in the year uh, 1869, there was a franchise agreement formed between the city of Peoria and the then water company. The reason for that is, is that um, in the, uh, later on in the Constitution, I said 1869, I meant 1889, I'm sorry. In the Constitution, I don't think anybody remembers oh, anyway, that far back. <laughs> oh, maybe. A maybe, long time ago. A long time ago. The Illinois Constitution of 1870 stipulated that cities could only um, uh, engender a certain amount of indebtedness. So in a, since Peoria was the fastest growing city in Illinois at the time, uh, Peoria decided to um, basically give a franchise to a water company to build the infrastructure with an eye towards later on reacquiring that water company once the indebtedness that Peoria was uh, establishing for other infrastructure needs was reduced. And so once every five years since 1889, the city council has had the opportunity to reacquire the water company. Now, the water company's gone through a number of owner, ownership right. changes over those 125 years, of course. But in the end, once every five years, our city council uh, takes a look at whether or not this is a good idea. Because this has become, in years past, a bit of a political football, um, the CEO council decided to take more of a business approach to this and just evaluate exactly what the possibilities, what the terms, what the potentials were 
for this and whether or not this is something we should just basically recommend no longer even looking at or taking a much closer look at. And that's how this came to be. Right. So level set the, I want to level set the viewers. Um, this is, none of the people sitting to make decisions today were obviously alive when this franchise agreement was put in place. This is not the CEO council versus the water company. Illinois American Water is a member of the Chamber of Commerce and provide great resources for the community. This is a, a business decision that business leaders wanted to get. It's not easy to get the numbers that Tom's describing. So to get those numbers out in the forefront to see, is it a bad idea? Let it go. Is it a revenue source? Let's look at it. Is it protecting our most valuable resource? Let's look at it. So I think what the CO Council, uh, what, what we've accomplished so far is at least getting the message initially to our city council members and the mayor um, in, in an objective way and to provide the next step. I mean, we're in an election season now. So we also want to see uh, what our, uh, can, what our uh, sitting leaders want to do and what our, our uh, um, candidates would like to do. So what are the next steps in talking? Because honestly, um, most of us turn on our water spigot, we have clean water, we have nice water, we pay our bill and we move forward. What are some of the, the rate issues you guys found or some of the disparities and, and, and causes of concern? Well, you're absolutely correct. This, uh, this premise was strictly <clears throat> based on a business analysis. That's what business people like the CEO council do on a routine basis is to do due diligence. And so the object here was to evaluate this as a business proposition. There's no contention that we have a service problem from Illinois American Water Company. There's no contention that um, you know, our, our labor folks aren't doing an absolutely great job. This is strictly a business analysis. And in order to do the business analysis, we had to do a deep dive on the numbers. Uh, obviously, due diligence involves gathering information. Um, that's problematic in this situation because um, the way that legally Illinois American calculates numbers is based on a zone. So our zone may include a number of communities, does include a number of communities that aren't Peoria. Our opportunity to uh, ex exercise the franchise agreement would be for just Peoria. So to carve out the numbers that would be just Peoria from the zone in which we're included, presented some difficulties in and of itself. And uh, fortunately, we have uh, some very good business folks involved, uh, one of whom is a, uh, I guess you could call a forensic accountant who was able to basically interpolate data back into numbers and figure out exactly what Peoria's part of that zone would be. From there, we began evaluating exactly what the impact would be were we to purchase uh, the, the Peoria part of the of the zone, the Peoria district of the zone, and evaluate whether or not this is a potential revenue stream for the city of Peoria. As we all know, um, Illinois' uh, tax situation is not getting any better, and the assumption is that at some point in the future that that taxing requirement is going to be moved from the state towards the cities. So we just recently passed within the last six months, six months an increase on five different taxes, I'm sorry, four different taxes to raise $5 million for Peoria's infrastructure, for the roads, for the, for the, for the other needs in right. our community. Well, what if we could generate another revenue stream rather than off of the taxes paid by the citizens of our community? 
Well, the fact of the matter is, is that if, and that's a big if, that's right. the if that we're trying to discover, if in fact the, um, the, the water company would represent a significant revenue stream for the city of Peoria, that would alleviate some of that tax pressure that continually is be, has been applied and will be applied in the foreseeable future. Right. So you bring up an important point I want to drive back to is local control, uh, which um, we didn't get to this number yet, but um, how many water companies, what is the percentage of water companies owned by municipalities versus private nationwide? 86% of Americans are served by municipally owned water okay. companies. 86% served by municipally owned water companies, which provides uh, some independent ownership. So when we hear um, the burdens of our city of Peoria with the uh, uh, state mandates, state mandated pensions, and as you pointed out, sales tax increase, bed tax increase, fuel tax increase, property tax increase, yet our local leadership doesn't have control over the escalating costs of the pensions, at least this could be a source of revenue under under local control because municipally owned water companies or municipally owned water utilities they're under an obligation of of money into that fund needs to be invested back into the infrastructure of that fund and adjust rates down if it if if that were the case and so forth but it's the whole idea of local local control now water revenue may not be able to use for pensions but um it can be used, obviously, for street improvements and for, for, for water mains and all those sort of things that, that presently, the Illinois American Water Company, you have a water main break, they take care of it and so forth. But what we don't know, as you pointed out, is how those costs come back to us in the aggregate because, because we're part of a larger zone and carving out those costs is, is a difficult proposition. That's correct. Um, and again, the premise is, is this a potential revenue stream for the city of Peoria? Right. Fact of the matter is, is that by law, um, Illinois American and every other water company that operates in Illinois is virtually guaranteed a profit of between seven and ten and a half percent. Between seven and ten and a half percent is significant money. Um, as I said, because the numbers are obfuscated to a degree, we can't tell you exactly how much, but we've got a pretty good idea. And quite frankly, if we had bought the water company a number of years ago, there's a good possibility that the taxes that were just levied by the city of Peoria may not have been necessary because of the revenue stream that the profit component of our water bills, which could have gone to Peoria had we bought it 30 years ago, provides. Right. And it, it, these are such difficult uh uh, assumptions to make or numbers to drill down upon and it seems like like in many cases the system kind of kind of pits different sides of the argument against one another and it ends up being polarizing and that has has not and will not be the intent of the CEO council because everyone you're talking about th those that currently work for Illinois American Water locally uh, as the workforce uh, those were asking the leadership to take a look at it they're Peorians. They're people that contribute to this community, whether through work and coaching Little League and everything they do for the community. That the system, I don't say it's intentionally, but the way it's set up is it becomes contentious because there's no easy way to have this conversation. But uh, in my view, at least the CEO councils surfaced it to a point where um, we have some numbers out. If people want to debate those numbers, we can have that debate, but have done a great deal of work to 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 bring to the surface some of the business talking points and make it more about that and less about emotion. Well, you know, as I said, the, the fact is that uh, this is about due diligence. This is about Correct. discovery. And um, this is not about 
throwing stones, casting aspersions, Correct. nothing like that whatsoever. It's a bunch of business people doing a business analysis of a business proposition. So um, we found out a number of interesting things in our investigation. One of the things that we did was we went to uh, 15 other uh, communities, uh, like size to Peoria, some bigger, some smaller, but in general, pretty much like Peoria. And we found that Peoria is paying a pretty good number for its water on a comparative basis. In fact, um, we're paying significantly more than our friends right across the river in East Peoria. We're paying significantly more, in fact, almost twice as much as our friends in Springfield. Now, one would ask, how is that possible? How does water cost, it's a common commodity, how, much, how does it cost more over there than it does here? That question becomes even uh, more interesting when you consider that we sit on top of what is virtually an unlimited aquifer, although every aquifer can be drained, right. and next to a river. Whereas some of the communities that we talk to who are paying less, for money that, or less money for water than we are have to pipe their water in from Lake Michigan over a distance of many miles or have to pump their water up from several thousand feet below the surface, whereas we don't have those challenges. Right. So why would we be paying more for water than these communities with those challenges? In fact, does that mean that there could be an even more significant profit component, which could be plowed back into our community's infrastructure, into our streets and schools, et cetera? All right, folks. Well, listen, quickly, we're running out of time here. And I'd like to thank Tom Flea and CEO Council for what they're doing. Um, this is a starting point of a discussion. If you're interested in learning more about this topic, if you have uh, neighborhood groups you want CEO Council members to come and speak to, get in touch with us at the CEO Council. You know how to do that through PeoriaLife.com. And we'll be glad to send resources to you to have the conversation. Um, Tom, other than that, last point you'd like to drive home to the viewers? Once again, this is what, what is about what's best for our community, right. for all of us. Correct. These are tough conversations to have, people, and um, I am very, very happy to work for uh, an organization that has the resources and the wherewithal to have the guts to at least talk about it, and we're also very happy to work with our community partners like Illinois American Water to have the conversation. Thanks for tuning in to Chamber Chat. See you next time.